Aloha, everyone. Welcome to Sasha Spins, where you get my thoughts on life, current events, and everything else in between, in and out of the saddle. So let's get right on into it. Today, we are going to talk about catastrophizing and how it has impacted and affected my life and how it's something that I still struggle with and the tools that I use to kind of get around it and get past it. So catastrophizing is when you assume the worst will happen about something, when you literally turn a mole into a mountain because you were a molehill rather into a mountain because you were thinking about the worst possible scenario and how it could happen and how it could impact your life. And it just snowballs into creating a bigger situation and you are incessantly worrying and it just consumes you to a certain degree where you cannot think of anything else. And that is something that as much as I wish was not a quality that I had and something that I wish I could say I've 110% worked past is for better, for worse, still an aspect of my life, still something that I absolutely struggle with and still something that I know other people out there struggle with and just what I wanted to talk about because it's something that I'm dealing with heavy right now. And when things are heavy on my mind, I either write or I talk about it and I get it out. So I've been writing about it a lot, but I want to talk about it and kind of get it out in hopes that this may help somebody. So for a very long time, I'd honestly say a good part of my 20s, I was consumed by fear. Fear was the driving motivation for things that I did do and things that I didn't do. So when I graduated from college, I thought that I wanted to go to law school. And so I threw myself 110% into that. I've never been a really good test taker. I'm very anxiety prone, anxiety ridden. And so I think about the worst possible scenario in this test. So I knew I most law schools, you have to take the LSATs to get into them. So I threw myself into studying for the LSATs and I thought I did pretty okay. I took it twice. <laughs> that is a serious endeavor. And if anyone has ever taken the LSAT even once you or any kind of entry exam to get into any kind of grad school program, you know how time consuming it is and daunting it can be. And you just from the minute you sit down to take that test to the minute you get your results back, you are just worrying about every single scenario underneath the sun. So I took the both tests and I think I did pretty okay on them. And I applied to several law schools. And at this point, I was starting to think that maybe this isn't what I wanted to do. I was working in a law firm at the time. And it was just the more time I spent there, the more time I started to realize or the more I started to realize that, hey, maybe I don't want to be in this environment. But I didn't have a plan B. Law school is what I wanted to do and where I thought my mind and heart was at 110%. So even though it started to feel like it's something I may not want to pursue, I just went through with it anyway because I didn't have a plan B. And so I applied to schools and I didn't get into any of them. And I didn't have a plan B. And I never dealt with that type of failure in my life. Um, even though I have a great degree of, had a great degree of test, re- like, test related anxiety, I'd always overperformed or performed well enough that 
I was able to be successful in most of the things that I had endeavored up until that point in my life. So not getting into law school, having that be my plan A, my big thing, and it not happening, even though it's something that I knew, I felt that I had started to want, or sorry, didn't want, but the fact that it didn't happen and I didn't have anything else lined up, that was huge. It was a huge blow and something that I struggled with for years because not having anything lined up and having to come up with another plan, that was half the battle. I wouldn't even say that was half the battle. I'd probably say that was 30 to 40% of the battle. The bigger battle was I failed at something and I failed big time and I never failed to that degree before. And then the feelings of when you tie your whole identity into something and that thing doesn't happen, it's very easy to start to feel like a failure. But for me, that that feeling of I'm a failure, it came and went. And what stayed in its wake was fear of failure, fear of failing to that degree again. So I just didn't do a lot of things. Um, The jobs that I wanted to apply for, the ones that seemed difficult, I just started to catastrophize them, started to think in my brain, oh, well, they'll want this and they'll see that I'm not good enough. And what if everything that I've done in my life, what if they're right? What if it's not good enough? And what if I open up myself to criticism? What if I open up myself to failure? What if I open up myself into judgment? And that kind of fear stunted my life for a very long time. And I did a podcast about this not too long ago, um, probably, well, in the grand scheme of things, it was probably long ago, probably over a year ago at this point, because around this time last year, I was kind of dealing with the same thing, that catastrophizing, that fear of failure, that fear of frustration. So it kind of seems, if you watch my stories, if you watch my Instagram, if you listen to my podcast, all of this may sound so contrary to who I am because I talk about living very authentically and I talk about, you know, just consistently putting yourself out there. But that is something that I've really started to do heavily for the past four or five years. I've really had to work my way out of being that worry wart, that person who thinks about the first thing that I think about is what could go wrong and how it will just blow up in my face. Because I am a person, I do believe in the power of prayer. I believe in the power of manifesting. I believe in the power of putting good thoughts, good vibes, good feelings out into the universe and putting back out, or sorry, putting getting back what you put out. I'm a huge believer in that. And it's almost like how can those two personalities and beliefs exist in one person? I'm a Gemini. (laughs) You don't know what you're good, what personality you're going to get today. But it's very, there's that duality that is ever present in my life. And it's something that I really do struggle with. So very recently, I got some information and some news that could impact something that I am trying to do in the future. And I don't want to put it out there too much because I like to keep things close to the chest. And if they play out the way I want them to, then I'm, I feel more comfortable sharing them. But I like to keep things close to the chest because 
as much as you want to cultivate your inner circle and have people around you be happy for you, the more things that you share with people, the more you put your thoughts, your wants into the atmosphere, the more energy is created around them. And that energy isn't always positive energy. So I know that sounds like some some people, if you're not a big believer in the power of the universe, the power of energy, that sounds like mumbo jumbo. And I can totally understand that. I get it. I get how some people are like, uh, not buying that, sis. But for me, I definitely believe that you have to be protective of your dreams, your wants, your goals, and desires. Because when you share those with people, you want people to have your best interests at heart, but not everybody is going to have your best interests at heart. And you don't want to kind of give someone the opportunity to wish ill on you, if that makes sense. So I recently got some news that something that I want very badly to happen may not happen. And it could be the result of just misinformation on my behalf. And so that's also like really frustrating to me that if I had had all the correct information out of the gate, I probably would not have made this decision, which in turn will impact a future decision that I would like to make something that I'm work- I have been working towards. So immediately when I got that news, I started catastrophizing, thinking about, oh my goodness, if this doesn't happen, it will be the end of the world and I don't know what I'm going to do and it will be just so frustrating and it just starts to balloon and I couldn't sleep and I've just been in this funk. I've just been frustrated. And as much as I've been actively trying to sit down and think about just a meal piece out or piecemeal out rather, what is the worst thing that could happen? If this doesn't come through for me, if this doesn't come to pass, And that is something that I actively have to work towards every single day because it wasn't too long ago where the guiding force of my life was, oh my God, what if this doesn't happen? So I have to do everything in my power that I can do to make it so that this thing doesn't happen so I can't make it worse. And just letting it snowball and balloon into this thing, into this mountain, that it doesn't have to be. And I think that the history behind that really is, I feel like I'm this very type A person, (laughs) but there's a type B person inside of me and that type A person had to kind of take over because growing up in a large household, there are so many things that are out of your control. And when things are, when you need to feel in control of things and you're not, it creates this sense of scarcity in you. So growing up in a big family, there were so many things outside of my control. And I felt like I did not have control over a lot of situations in my life. And it drove me to the point of frustration and to the point where now I recognize that growing up in that environment a lot of the time made it so that as an adult, I felt this need to be able to control everything that is happening around me. And that went into hyperdrive. So it shut out that type B Sasha, the Sasha that is underneath the surface. And the type A Sasha is the one that manifested. It came through and it's like, we have to do this, 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 and this, this, that order to make it happen. And if we don't do it in this, 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 that, that order, the worst thing will absolutely happen. And that's not the case. You know, when you recognize something is not rooted in reality, 
and you know this, your higher brain, your functioning higher brain knows this, but that default emotion in you, that default instinct to react is your guiding force. And that's almost like the two, again, like that Gemini, that duality, that two different personalities existing inside of me, recognizing that. So very recently, I've been catastrophizing. I've been thinking about the worst thing that could possibly happen. And it's been really negatively impacting me to the point where I just feel stressed and I carry a lot of stress in my upper body, in my jaw. So I have to constantly remind myself to just unclench my jaw. I have to remind myself to just relax, pull my shoulders down away from my ears. Very recently, I had to go to the ortho to get my shoulder checked out because I noticed a lot of stress building in my neck area, my neck area, my shoulder area, and that started to manifest in stress in my shoulder, which started to manifest in stress in my elbow and stress in my hands. And so I know very acutely where I carry my stress and that catastrophizing, I feel it physically. So a lot of people, and I'm one of these people that believe it, again, if this is something that you don't believe, take it or leave it if it's not for you. I genu- genuinely believe that a lot of the stress, a lot of the emotions we carry with us, it has to turn into something. It has to go somewhere. And if it doesn't go out into the universe, we turn it into ourselves. We turn it into our bodies. And those things can become aches and pains and headaches that's how it's always been for me. I know I, I distinctly know when I'm starting to get stressed because I start to feel it in my body. I start to feel it in my jaw. I start to feel it in my shoulders and I start to feel it in my neck. And so I've been catastrophizing a lot lately. And something that always helps is mindfulness. That practice of active, mindful meditation that makes me for a second think, stop, to sit down and really think about what is the absolute worst that will happen if this thing comes true? What is the absolute worst thing ever? How does it impact your life? To sit down and specifically write those things out in black and white and just read them back to myself and be like, okay, so what can, what are these things that, these things that will happen okay? And how do we deal with it then? And how do we deal with it then? And so on and so forth. Just being able to sit down and not exaggerate, just specifically state what will happen if this worst thing ever comes to pass. And I noticed that when I write those things down, very few of them are in the present tense. So very few of those things that could possibly happen, the worst thing that could happen are present tense. All of that worry is in the future. It's what could possibly happen in the future, tomorrow, next week, two years from now, five years from now, 10 years from now. When I start to catastrophize, it's almost always about the future. It's almost always about two things, the future and not being in control of a situation, not being able to control actions. And so I have to really sit down outside of writing, sitting down and writing 
what is the absolute worst that can happen, I have to sit down and remind myself that a lot of these things are occurring in my brain, the things that I'm worrying about are in the future. So to prevent those things about in the future, the things that I'm worrying about that will possibly happen in the future, what can I do today to make sure that those things don't happen? What can I do that is in my control today to possibly stop these things from happening? I have to really remind myself to exist in the present, to exist in the things that I can control here in this moment. And I've always had that kind of worrying type of personality because I can't think of when I feel like I'm out of control of a situation that's when the spiraling starts. That's when the worrying starts. That's when the making a mountain out of a molehill starts. So I have to focus on controlling what I can control and doing everything in my power and then just letting go, just letting go. And that is probably the hardest for me, that letting go, just being okay with things as they come and as they happen. And I'm still, 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 every single day is an active practice in getting there, in prayer, in meditation, and just being able to let go of things, to let go of that worry, to let go of that doubt, to let go of that fear. Because while I do not live my life anymore on a fear-based basis, it's still that fear is still something that I think will always be a part of me because uh, just very much the cultural background I grew up in. If and you talk to any child of immigrants, failure is not an option. You know, failure is not accepted. If you got a B, it was like, why couldn't you get an A? If you got an A, it was why didn't you get the A plus? So that that strive for perfection and absolutely being the best and absolutely getting it one hundred and ten percent right a hundred percent of the time is something that I grew up with. And just that learning to relax is something that I've actively been engaging in for the past four or five years. And it's really come with meditation. It's come with prayer. It's come with just being very in tune with my emotions and why I'm feeling these things. And some days are easier than others. And very recently, it's been a little bit harder. And so I just wanted to talk about it because I I know it's tending to get rambly, so I'm going to cut this off sooner rather than later. But I wanted to talk about it because I know that it's something that people struggle with, but it's not something that we're comfortable talking about. And I think that that exists for a lot of reasons, particularly in the social media space. We always want to. I think we've kind of gone... I feel like a while ago, like negativity and cynicism were in, you know, snark and sassiness kind of they were in but now what's in is kind of like this false positivity this kind of Pollyanna everything's fine manifesting totally going for my goals my hopes my dreams like good vibes over here so that's kind of what's in right now but that's not really authentic it's not authentic to kind of put away the things that don't look good on social media or don't look good to talk about with people because this is not something that feels good to feel. So I imagine if it doesn't feel good to feel, 
nobody wants to hear you talk about it. You know, people think that you're complaining. And I think that like, you know, when I've talked to some people about this in the past, it's always like, well, what are you worried about? Like, let it go. Forget about it. It's not a big deal. And it's one of those things that's so much easier said than done. So if this catastrophizing, if it's something that you can relate to, I understand. I understand it's not a matter of just get over it, just let it go. That it's so much easier said than done. It is an activity that requires daily practice and just really being mindful of what you're spiraling about. So if you are struggling with that, just know that you're not alone and those, you know, sharing things that work for me and I'm not an expert by any means. I'm not a therapist. I don't have a degree in any type of psychology, anything. I'm just sharing what works for me and what works for me when I start to feel myself getting a little out of control and feel myself starting to spiral with my thoughts about, oh my God, this terrible negative thing is going to happen and my life is going to be over and I can't live. I My life will be nothing if this one thing doesn't happen. Just realizing, counting my blessings, counting all of the good things that I have going for me, all of the people that love me, all of the people that respect me and look up to me, thinking about the good things that I'm putting out to the universe and how I'm effectively making this world a better place and realizing that I've lived my entire life without this thing, whatever it is, whatever it is that you are thinking about, that you are desiring, that you are wanting, that I've lived my life without this entire thing. And my life has been great. And if I don't have this one thing, my life will continue to be great. Actively meditating, actively existing in the present, controlling what you can control today and recognizing that that thing, whatever you are going for, whatever you are trying to manifest, whatever you are hoping for, whatever you are praying for, it doesn't define you. You will be totally fine if you do not get this thing. If you do not achieve this thing, if you do not accomplish these things, because I genuinely, genuinely believe that with me, like with law school, looking back on it, there are things that I wanted. It's not just with law school, but there are other things in life that I wanted and I prayed so hard for and I wished so hard for and I manifested so hard for and those things didn't come to pass. And looking back on it, that was what was the right thing at the moment, you know, I just, there's this song by Garth Brooks, Unanswered Prayers, and I was listening to it the other day and I was like, whoo, how can I relate to this song so much? Like, there are so many things that I wanted, that I thought I wanted, that if they had come to pass, my life would not be how it is now. And I love my life how it is now. And I couldn't see my life with those things in them now. So recognizing that Maybe what's not coming to pass, maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it's what you need at this moment. Or maybe it's not what you need at this moment. Maybe God, maybe the universe has something in store for you and we don't know that plan. That's the frustrating part, you know, that... I, I'm the kind of person that needs to know answers. If I'm watching a movie and it's developing too slowly for me, or if I'm watching a TV show and I need an answer, I spoil so many things for myself because I'm like, I need an answer now. I need to know what it is now. So not know, that not knowing is so frustrating for me. So I 110% get if that's where you are right now. Because a lot of the time, that's where I am. But recognizing that we don't have the answers and maybe that's okay. 
because we have what we need in the present. So as I'm talking about this, I'm still experiencing this on a daily basis. I'm still having to work towards that catastrophizing and that thing that I'm manifesting on, that thing that I'm praying on right now, because it's something that I'm wanting right now and something that I'm working towards right now. If it doesn't come to pass, it will hurt me and I will be so upset, but maybe I will look back on this five years from now, two years from now, maybe even five or six months from now and realize that if it didn't come to pass, maybe it wasn't the worst thing in the world. And I don't, I also don't want to put negativity out into the atmosphere. So that's also finding a balance for me because I feel like once you put that, well, maybe it won't happen and that's okay. Once you put that idea out of maybe not into the atmosphere, that's exactly what will happen. You know, that's kind of the environment that I grew up in, like, you know, not being able to think negative thoughts. So thinking positively all the time, not recognizing that maybe there is room for that negativity, you know, and it's maybe it's not even negativity, you know, calling it negativity, but maybe it's something else. Maybe it's that balance that is required in the situation to get you to see both sides of it. So as much as I am, as much of a person as I am and not believing and putting out that negativity, that negative, maybe it won't happen because that's what you'll manifest. I'm a huge believer in also weighing both sides of an equation. So while I'm putting out all of this positivity and while I'm manifesting, just recognizing that, hey, maybe it's okay this thing doesn't happen. And so that also is what kind of helps me balance out that catastrophizing. You know, recognizing that I am doing everything in my power to make this happen. I'm doing everything that I can. I'm doing what I have to do. And maybe that thing is just not meant to be. And that's okay too. And like I said, it's still a work in progress. I'm still working at this so hard every single day. It's something that I think I will probably live with just because of the nature of who I am. I'm a worry-prone person. I'm an anxiety-prone person. And that will probably be something that will always stay with me, but it doesn't have to be the guiding force as it was for a very long time in my life. That fear doesn't have to be a guiding force in my life like it was for a very long time. And I want everyone to get to that place. So if you are stewing right now, if you are obsessively thinking about something, if you are catastrophizing something, if you are thinking, if you have created this monster of a what if storm in your head, stop it. Sit down, grab a piece of paper, write down a pros and a cons list, not even a pros and cons list, write down every single thing that you are worried about, every single thing that would happen if this thing didn't come to pass. And when you recognize that, when you read it, you'll recognize that, hey, maybe it's not so bad, or maybe this is all in my head, or maybe I am really blowing this out of proportion. And you got to be really honest with yourself. And that's just something that has really helped me. And so I really hope that if you are dealing with this right now, that this has helped you.
So let me know your thoughts about it. Are you the kind of person that catastrophizes? You are the kind of person that stews yourself and works yourself into a frenzy. Are these things that you do to help you out? And if not, what is something that you do that helps you out? I want to know. Let's talk about it. You can drop me a voice note here on Anchor FM, or you can send me a message over on Instagram at Sasha Spins. Till next time, peace out. Thank you.